Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. Time for Mind Your Business. Ever been faced with a situation where you come back home, it's a long day at work, and then you have to cook for your entire family? I think women understand this a lot more than men. We are lazy creatures. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to get into that. But you know, bulk grocery buys might also be unnecessary when you consider that restrictions have lifted and it's a lot easier, right? Either you order in or you bring the whole family out for a meal. It's quicker to even grab and go for that matter. The next company that we're speaking to, which is called Melvados, they have been helping Singaporeans address their food needs since 2004. They've got a host of ready-to-eat meals and desserts. Now, just like any other business, they have been hit, in fact, by supply chain disruptions and, of course, COVID-19. How did they pivot to stay ahead in the game? Well, on the line with me this morning is Manmit Singh, who's the co-founder of Melvados. Good morning, Manmit. Good morning. How are you today? I am great and uh, nothing like a Friday to talk a little bit about food, huh? (laughs) Every day is a great day to talk about food. (laughs) Indeed, my friend, indeed. So you guys are a Singapore brand created to meet the needs of food-loving Singapore residents, Mm. the type that's too busy to go whip up your own nice gourmet meal, right? Tell us a little bit more about the company. The company Melvados was actually formed in 2004. It's our retail brand of Food Age Gourmet Private Limited, which was doing the wholesale business with means to do cafes, restaurants and hotels. So we decided that there was a niche market that wasn't being addressed. So, you know, having gourmet food at reasonable prices being made in Singapore for Singaporeans. So that's where we found that, you know, this is the market that we want to go into. So my partners, Carl and Raymond, we decided that this is one of the areas that we definitely want to go. So that's when we started in 2004. And we have eight shops running already. So now uh, two more are coming up by year end. So it will be 10 shops and we're just doing about 200 items of food stuff. So, you know, everything is produced locally right. in-house. Right. And the food is like wide ranging. There's no particular cuisine, right? No, you see, actually it is more on the Western side, mm, but okay, okay. we do have infused with local flavors. Like our most popular snack that we just did was the pizza oh. goreng pizza. Okay, so how could you do this good, to me in the morning? <laughs> yeah, I tell you, I should have give you a hamper with the food, man. Then at least you know what you're talking about. I'll be eating while I'm talking to you. Uh, wow. That's the right way. That's the only way. The only way to enjoy food is eating it. Yeah. You can talk about it the yeah. whole day, but you know, if you don't try it, you'll never know. But it's true, you know, you bring all this up because this topic yeah. of food, right? Yeah. It can be a topic of conflict, especially in a family setting. Husband and wife, they got to work. Who's going to do it for the kids? Who's going to make the food for the kids, right? So this is where you guys step in. What kind of footfall do you have here in Singapore? I know you mentioned you've got eight outlets or something like that. Yeah, we have eight outlets and two more are coming up by the year end. And we also are online, right? We are on Grab, we are on Deliveroo, we are on Foodpanda, we are also on this NTUC online, we are also on Amazon. So actually we are covering a very big reach. Mm. Even with just eight outlets Mm. at the moment. Mm. But the reach is anytime you want to order, you can order. Is it tough to stay competitive? I mean, it's one thing to be on all these platforms. I mean, how do you stand out from the crowd? Quality, quality, (laughs) quality, quality. (laughs) The thing is, we control everything. So we control the buying of ingredients. 
So we make sure we get the best ingredients possible. We had a scale that we can afford to bring in containers of our own from Europe, from America, the ingredients. So we bring in butter from New Zealand. So we control the ingredients. Once we control the ingredients, we can control the end product, the mm-hmm. quality of it. Because we are doing the manufacturing ourselves. Like my partner is a third generation pastry chef. Wow. Cow. Okay, so I went to visit his hometown. The cafe that he worked at, which is belonged to his great-grandfather, is still there. It's 600 years old. Wow. So we have all this knowledge and all that, you know. So that's why we just stay ahead by doing a lot of R&D. Right. The only way to survive is R&D. I need a separate session with Carl to test his pastry. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> you should. But you talk about quality. It's so true. Yes. But given today's supply chain issues, how are you guys coping? I think this is an issue that everybody's facing. So are we also facing. Coincidentally, like I mentioned, that we earlier on started to bring in our own ingredients. So when we bring in enough for six months at a time, Ah. So when this thing happened, then we started to bring in more earlier. Okay. So we actually are lucky in a sense that because we were already sourcing our own ingredients from the source direct, so that made this a little less of a problem. Mm-hmm. So, but everybody is facing the same thing now. You find alternate source, right? So that helps a lot. Having yeah. this stockpile is it one way of keeping your price competitive? What else helps? Competitive, yes. But this is actually a very big way because you remove the middleman mm, mm. and you actually save about 25 to 30 to 40 percent. Okay. That's that kind of savings you get. And then we have a buffer which we are able to forward it to our customers. So we are trying not to increase prices. We are doing our best. We are trying to become more efficient in the factory, mm. right? Do products that are value added. So the competition is there. There is always competition. It's not this new today, but you got to stay ahead of the game. Yeah, you know, you got to yeah. look into every cost of it and see where you can save a few cents. You know. But you can never ever save on quality. Mm, yeah. Never ever use a cheaper ingredient just to get a price cheaper. No, you won't enjoy it. Yeah, I hear where you're coming from. It's a good company yeah. mantra. You know, I feel a lot of business owners these days, they could write books on challenges because they're just so yeah, many, definitely. right? For yeah. you, what was your biggest challenge? Did COVID factor into that? Actually, COVID was a doom and uh, gloom time, but also was the best time of our life. Okay. Because what happened was the Horeca business, the one that we were doing food services, mm-hmm. it died overnight. Okay. Cafes not buying, hotels not buying, restaurants not buying, airlines not buying, nobody buying. Everybody stopped overnight. Wow. But we had Melvados. So the Melvados was doing uh, with the shops and also doing home deliveries. Okay. And that boomed. Suddenly, you know, from 50, 60 deliveries a day, we were doing up to 200 deliveries a day to 300 deliveries a day to homes mm. because of COVID. Mm. Right? Because we were doing meals. We have meals, we have desserts, we have comfort food. Mm. You know, we have been around 2004, but COVID really brought our brand to the forefront. That even after COVID, the momentum is still there. Yeah. I'm actually at your website right now, melvis.com, okay. and I'm looking yeah. at the offerings, wraps, pies, cakes, ice cream, free delivery above $50. Just a little yeah. bit of a shout out there. I am curious though, with all these offerings, right, have you yeah. faced a situation where you are required to ensure that the meals are healthy as well? Because this is a trend, right? More and more health conscious people, low sodium, that type of thing. Yeah, we actually also have started on that same train wagon, you know. So like now we have started with cookies with no sugar cookies. Oh, wow. For Christmas, we are launching 
a few more orange in this sugarless cookies. Okay. For the meals, we are using a different salt. We are using a salt called good salt. So that will help reduce the sodium levels. And on other things, we are trying to reduce the sugar. Right, but right. you see, the thing is, in food, it's always very simple. Everything in moderation is good. But don't overindulge. Yeah. Sensibly. That's all. This is the base case I make every week to my wife. Say, I'm only having one this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work that way. Oh, it doesn't. But all this you're talking about with the sugarless cookies and all that, yeah. it does go back to a point that you mentioned earlier on, which is the passion and the work that you put into the R&D process. Yeah. Could you tell yeah. me a little bit about this R&D process that you guys have at Melvados? Okay, R&D is very important to us. It's so important that my partner, he's just handling that at this moment. It's only a day in, day out doing new recipes, new methods of doing production okay. to see how we can be more efficient and also coming up with, like you said, less salt, mm. less sugar, healthier options of it. So for us, R&D is a lifeline for our business. Mm. Mm. Right? You have to be there. So we are also trying to do kind of, you know, fusion by, you know, Singaporean food with Western food. So you enjoy both cultures. I mean, what do you see for the future of Melvados, especially with these meals? I think more people uh, would subscribe to it, especially with the, you know, half work from home, half go to office type of thing. Actually, it developed into just not only being, you know, for people uh, who are buying it from themselves. We have actually become more like a gift company. During COVID, we noticed that a lot of people like to send food to other people. Yeah. Yeah. So it still carries on. You see, the thing is, that is growing. So corporate companies like the idea of, you know, gifting. Yeah. Gifting food instead of flowers which die. Here, they're getting good food, right? So that is where it is growing. And then now we are opening more stores. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we are also looking at exports. Lovely, lovely. We're looking to see where we can go further. But the market is still very big. Yeah. Yeah. It's growing and we feel that we haven't even reached a tip of it yet. We have a long runway to go. Just to wrap things up, yeah. Amit. The name Melvados, where does it come from? Actually, my partner Raymond, he came up with the name. Okay. So basically, he mixed up words from Hebrew and Spanish and here and there. But what we make it to stand for is and when we started sinful food, you know, good food. <laughs> okay, that's all. Okay. Right. Why sinful? Because when we started, brownies was our main item. Oh, wow. Okay. So, which it still is until today. <laughs> yeah. But we have grown so much. We have so many. Uh, you can see from the website, we have over 200 SKUs. So that is what it means. Sinful food. Good food. Brother, good food. <laughs> been speaking with Mahmoud Singh, who is co-founder of Melvados. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Take care. Have a great weekend Thank in you. advance. Yeah, same to you, brother. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.